New Vision is a church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and it is passionate about people getting in the scripture. Thank you for joining us as we step into this scripture reading through the book of Galatians. Well, we are closing up our Galatians podcast with Dixie Lovett. Dixie, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Next week, we're going to step into, uh, we're going to continue on doing the podcast. We're going to step into a a Holy Week. And Hmm. so it's going to be a a neat thing. So be sure if you're listening still with us in Galatians, be sure to stick with us through that because it's going to be a special, special time. Dixie, I've been asking everyone, you are the final person uh, that is reading uh, with us in Galatians. Uh, What are ways that, uh, well, what are ways that you, Dixie, uh, practice uh, creativity, whether that's personally or or in uh, ministry? Well, uh, I never really see myself as being super creative, but I'm a really good copycat. So I like to look at things and then maybe add to it and do things a little differently. But personally, I do like to knit, which I mentioned before. So I do like to knit and do do things like that. I like all yeah. kind of little crafty things, just making things pretty. I love taking pictures of nature and of flowers. And then recently, mm-hmm. I've been posting scriptures on some of those nice. and then putting them out on our social media just as an encouragement, not only for myself, but for others. Cool. I love it. I love yep. it. I would consider that uh, creative. Maybe. No. It, yes. <laughs> not maybe. maybe, but yes. So today you're reading Galatians. What what verses are you reading? I'm reading and what all is your of translation? Galatians 6, and right. I'm reading it out of the ESV version. All right. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and do that for us? I'm ready. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he's something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, and not in his neighbor. For each one will have to bear his own load. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. See with what large letters I am writing to you with my own hand. It is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh who would force you to be circumcised, and only in order that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. For even those who are circumcised do not themselves keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh. But be it far from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision counts for anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. 
For as all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. For now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. Okay. Yeah. And we're done with that. I've had so many thoughts in this. Um, there's just a whole lot there, and we can't do it in the short amount of time that we have here today. But there are some very good things in the midst of the situation that we're in in our world today. Globally, there's so many good things for us here. And the first thing that I would like to say is that we should be bearing one another's burdens. And that can be many different things. And that very first word, verse it starts out with brothers but that does mean brothers and sisters but it says if anyone is caught in any transgression well we know that a transgression is also a sin or it's been called a wrongdoing but this caught is not like it was a deliberate sin it is like they got caught up in something got caught up in their fault like being trapped or like their faults kind of caught up from them i mean caught up with them and then all of a sudden they're ensnared and overtaken and our job is to link arms with them is us being spiritual meaning we have a spiritual mind so that we don't turn our backs on them or try to wash our hands of them but or put them down in any way but god paul is telling us here to link arms with them in gentleness and you know we just learned in galatians 5 that gentleness is one of those fruit of the spirit so we have that in us to be able to treat each other with gentleness so as we are walking around as we are seeing people um, and we are ministering to people we need to treat them with gentleness um, one of the things that I was reminded of here when I was preparing and, and studying through this scripture is something we say a lot around here at New Vision, and I've heard it many times, is that it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. And, um, and that's what we're called to do here as Christians. The word restore here is a Greek a verb in the Greek that's called katarizo, which means to fit or to put into order, to equip or to prepare. And um, it's often used medically um, in the Greek language to uh, refer to setting of a fracture or dislocated bone. So what they're calling us to do here is not to... Um, berate someone for their sin but to walk alongside them and in gentleness help them get back on the right path help them see the truth of the lord and how to walk in that uh, spurgeon says who's he's one of my favorite it says he set his bones for him if they had been broken but put them in the proper place again pick him up and help him run better than he did before. Help him be reconciled to Christ, be conformed more to his image. That's the goal, and the goal is always restoration. And um, it goes on to say right after that that we need to keep watching ourselves, and that often means to be watching ourselves in the temptation of pride because as we are looking at someone else who maybe does need to know a little bit more or they're caught or they're ensnared in their transgressions it's easy for us to think that we're better than that that we don't have that same thing and as sure as our pride takes over that then we will be tempted and before we know it we're following suit and we're right in the same place so always keep a guard on yourself this bear one another's burdens, um, it isn't so much a self-focus as it is an other's focus. And I think that is a very important thing for us today in the midst of COVID-19 and how we can be focused on others. And it's a very, very 
simple command to obey. Um, you can look around. There's burdens all around us. People are carrying burdens. Mm. And it doesn't mean that we do it for them, that we come alongside them and help them when their burden is too heavy to bear. Um, we have lots and lots of opportunities. And what spoke to me the most here, and I was reminded of this in Matthew, is for us just to be a light to mm. those around us during this time. And it says, Matthew fifteen sixteen, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And it, then it says, and so fulfill the law of Christ. And that law of Christ is the commandment that he gives us in John 13. And this is it, that you love one another just as I have loved you. And also you're to love one another by all this, by this, all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. So we don't need to let our pride get in the way. We don't need to be doing any, any helping of bearing someone's burdens be out of our selfish ambition or conceit or because we're supposed to do it. It should be out of an overflow of a heart of love that the Lord has given us for someone else. Um, and we should, in Philippians, it speaks a whole lot into that. If you want to read that on your own, in Philippians chapter 2, about looking uh, to others' interests more than our own and to not let the pride get in the way of our burden. And also, don't let our pride get in the way in receiving help from someone because sometimes we do that as well. We allow ourselves not to receive the help that maybe we need out of the pride that we have in our heart. So there's just so much in here, and I could go on and on, but I'm not going to be able to. But the main thing is to look out, to simply look out around you and be glad and have joy in sharing and carrying someone's burdens. Um, just really quickly, I wanted to um, bring to mind in, I think it was verse five where it says for each will have to bear his own load that load and burden are two completely different things a burden is something that you um, find yourself in and you can't do it all yourself but a load is your responsibility what you are supposed to carry kind of like a backpack versus um, carrying a burden so um, that's something we should do for everyone the next section is one that a lot of people don't even want to want to talk about because it's all about uh it says, let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. But what I would like to say here in this one is that the main thing for us is to share, that we are to share all good things, especially uh, to those who teach us, who show us spiritual matters and brings that all to mind. We can do that in so many different ways. Um, and one of the good ways you can do that for us here in at New Vision and in our church family is to keep up with your giving because as you give financially, then those who teach us, then we're sharing with them as well. But in sharing, not only in financially, but materially and in fellowship, just being in fellowship with other people uh, as well is what this is speaking into here. And then the last point in these times of us, uh, of the unknown that we have, the unprecedented time that we are in is for us not to grow weary. It's one of my favorite verses. And I always say, the Lord knows we're gonna go weary, grow weary, or he wouldn't have had this in his word. But it says, let us not grow weary of doing good for due season, we will reap if we do not give up. And it reminds me um, a whole lot of when I used to run back when I was a little bit younger. And I love to run and I would run three to four miles most days. And you know, in that first mile, I would feel so good. I could feel my joints and ligaments and muscles all working together. I'd get into the rhythm of my feet hitting the pavement. Then 
about mile two or three would come and oh my lungs are burning my heart's beating fast I have shin splints that are aching and I'm like everything in my being is saying stop 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 just walk a little bit just walk a little bit but I have to persevere I have to keep on and I had to finish I had to get to that mile four and then when I did of course the runner's high is a term it happens where you just kind of have this euphoria the mood is upticked, your spirits lifted you can think clear that's what I'm reminded of in this whole thing is that we are to not give up. It gets really, really hard, but we just have to persevere and keep on. And then Paul teaches us in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9 to be a cheerful giver. So whatever that is, whether it is in serving others, in bearing each other's burdens, we do need to be a cheerful giver. Um I hope that you all will have an opportunity to read through this and just really allow the Spirit to speak to you in it because there is so much in here. But the main thing that we need in these times, um, regardless of COVID-19, <laughs> is to as he closes out this whole chapter when he says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. So let us always not only receive grace from the Lord, but show grace to others too. And uh, just stay in his word. You know, his word is alive and active, and we need to be interacting with it. So that's all I have. Great job. You know, you said be on the lookout. I think as we enter Holy Week, uh, it's it's a time to obviously talk about the gospel, to talk about life and being on the lookout for those opportunities, but maybe... Uh, being on the lookout for a way, maybe you have a neighbor that uh, is elderly, can't go shopping. Uh, so if you're going shopping, maybe maybe be mindful of, of your neighbors. Yeah, and- personally for me, my mother lives in West Tennessee. Mm. She's 85. Yeah. Um, and my sister lives in a whole other state. So it's not like it used to be. Yeah. Where families stood, stayed right. together in a little community. So it's even more important for those of us who do have family all over the place to look around us and to see maybe those elderly or yeah. those young families that we need help and just reach out That's to good. them. But the main thing is is to reach out, see where there's a burden, and joyfully jump in there and carry it. I love it. Thank you, Dixie. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week as we begin our um, uh, readings and our podcast through the Holy Week.